Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Um, welcome to Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. Um, I'm Tara Jones, your financial success coach, and today we're going to be talking about how to navigate this whole create your lifestyle with your husband or your future wife. This is particularly a message to my single women and my single ladies out there um, because I found something that was really cool. So the other day I had posted and I reposted this today on both my Instagram and my Facebook live. I'm live on both today. And I posted um, a photo of a page from a 1950s home economics book, right? And I posted a few days back and the conversation that started from that was super interesting, right? Um, because it talked about the difference, like what 1950s aspire to do as a homemaker and a housewife. And so most women, you know, who comment and even some men feel like either women do not make homemaking and being a housewife or being a wife a priority. And some women are like, well, I would if I didn't have to take on all the things that a man should be doing, you know, so like the conversation was very, very interesting. And so I even went live on my Facebook page at Your Pretty Pennies. Uh, if you look, if you search on Facebook, Your Pretty Pennies, you'll see my your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones Facebook page. Um, I went live last week as well and just talked about a few things that I'm doing to make sure when I when I get married, how I can create the lifestyle I desire and even use some of these principles from the 1950s housewife model, right? Into 2017 and into the 2018, even though I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a mom, I have all these ambitions, but I still want to make sure my house is taken care of, my house is peaceful, the atmosphere is set, my husband is taken care of, he's getting what he needs, my children are getting what they need. So, um, in the post, like if you go back after you listen to this live, this live stream, if you go back and, and read the post, some of the things that 1950s housewives like really focused on and made a priority was like keeping the house clean and decluttered, preparing meals in a timely manner. So when the husband and children got home, dinners and snacks were ready, caring for the children, keeping them clean and tidy, their rooms tidy, helping them, you know, with homework, keeping yourself presentable for your husband and attract and remaining attractive for him setting a peaceful and relaxing atmosphere in the home with the goal of making your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself and body and spirit. So that's what the 1950s housewife did. That was her priority. That was her job. That was her role. That was her function. So she didn't work outside the home. She worked inside of the home and she did it very well. So when I posted this photo, even today, and again, I posted it on my Instagram and on my Facebook today, but I also posted it last week. And some of the responses that were from today and from last week were, well, this wouldn't work today because many women aren't housewives. And this will be exhausting after working eight plus hours a day. Then another person said, men don't take the role of a provider and breadwinner like they did back in the day. 
Someone said most housewives need most households need two incomes to maintain a standard of living. And then a guy, a gentleman today posted and said, man, what I and most women wouldn't, most men wouldn't do to have these values again. After a day in the sales field of consistent rejection from clients, racism, fighting Pacquiao in the streets, <laughs> and then come home to fight Mayweather, AKA his wife, and then compete with her attention with Snapchat, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Empire, oh, my head hurts, and I don't feel like having sex today. And then another woman said, marriage is a partnership. Both parties should strive to create a safe, loving, stressful space for one another. So I took all of that. And what I took from that is, so in other words, women feel like that these principles, they would love to implement them, but they work nine to five. Nowadays, we're not nine to five. Most women are outside the home, they're working. They're just as tired as men. They face some of the same struggles that men are facing out in the sales field in the real world at their jobs, racism, you know, they're tired. They, they wanna come home and relax as well. So that's what it sounds like for most of the women. And men are like, yes, I do wanna be a priority like the wives did for their husbands back in the day, whether my, house, my wife is a housewife or a working wife, right? So my question is, and drop this in the comment if you have anything to say, Who's, the, who's responsible to make sure things run smoothly in the home, right? If you're a wife and you are, or you aspire to be a wife, because again, this can go for singles and couples who are not yet married. This can go for single women and single men who are thinking about, you know, as they're dating and as they're courting individuals, how can they make sure they become more intentional to get the lifestyle that they desire once they're married? And this can also go for married people because it's like, okay, well, what am I doing now versus what I want to be doing? What's happening in my marriage now versus what I want? So as I go through these things, these three things that you need to do to ensure that you create the lifestyle you desire with your husband or wife, you got to keep these in mind, right? Whose job is this? Whose job is it? Is it both of your jobs? Is it the husband? Is it the wife? What about if a woman wants to have a career and ensure, and she still wants to ensure that she makes a, her home a place of peace and order where her, her husband, her children can renew in body and spirit. Or what if you're a man and you want your woman to be more, have a more traditional role and function in the home because you want your home to run a certain way, you want it to feel a certain way, but she desires to climb the corporate ladder or build a million dollar business. Right? So what if you, when you meet her, she's an entrepreneur, but you want her to be a housewife? What, did you, what do you do? Or not necessarily you want her to be a housewife, you want her to have some of the same priorities as they did back in the day, right? So as the title suggests for this live stream, you have to start off with a thorough discussion of roles and expectations for each of you in your marriage. And again, this goes for singles. Even if you don't have anybody in your life right now, you need to be making sure that you know what you want when you, when you get with someone so you can clearly articulate what it is that you desire, the lifestyle that you desire. And then y'all need to come together and create a financial plan that supports the lifestyle you desire, supports what you both want. And again, do not wait until you have jumped the broom to talk about this because there are so many deal breakers that can arise out of this conversation, right? 
the whole point to dating, courting, the relationship phase of, you know, like the situation is to get to know each other and ask these tough questions and work through them so you both can build a life together that supports both of you, not just one of you. That's another thing that I was hearing when women were like, well, this sounds so one-sided. 1950s women created an atmosphere and created it for the man. It wasn't a partnership. 2018, since everybody's working, it needs to be a partnership. I disagree. I think that if a man and a woman was uh, getting together and creating the lifestyle that they desire back in the 1950s where the woman worked and the man worked, the woman was at the in the home and the man worked, that is a partnership and it does work. You know what I'm saying? Like just because it doesn't look the same, like the same partnership that it would today, it definitely still works, right? It definitely is still a partnership. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom in 2018 or if you are a single mom looking for marriage, if you are two couples looking, if you are a couple looking for marriage, it's still going to be a partnership, right? No matter who does what, it still needs to be a partnership and those roles need to be clearly defined. So that brings me to the first point. The first thing that should be discussed between you two is what does marriage look like for you? You need to take out a sheet of paper. And again, even if you're single and you don't have anybody to do this with, you still need to do this exercise, right? Number one, take out a sheet of paper and write down the ideal day in the life of being married to your husband or wife. And I mean, I want you to write it as if it, because it, as if it lights you up inside, right? What does it look like when y'all wake up in the morning? What is the first thing y'all do? Do y'all have breakfast together? Do y'all go to the gym together? Will you both leave work at the same time? Or does one, you know, work a different shift than you? What size house would you be living in? What side of town would you be living on? If you, do you, do you need to hire a sitter? Do you want your parents to help with children? One thing I said on my live stream last week is that, one of my deal breakers is that I need a village. Again, I know I want to, I aspire to be a multi-million dollar entrepreneur, right? Building a multi-million dollar business. That's the whole point of why I'm creating Your Pretty Pennies, you know, to help individuals, to reach as many people as I can. I'm going to need help. I can't do it alone. I'm not interested in being superwoman. I'm not interested in being a one woman show. I'm clearly realized that it's not just me that needs to uh, help make this thing come to fruition, right? So I'm going to need help from family and friends. So one thing, whenever I meet my husband to be, we definitely are going to sit down and say, okay, how can your parents, your grandparents, how can my parents, my grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins, niece and nephews all get on board to make sure our dreams come true, to make sure, or either we're going to have to hire help, right? What does that look like? What type of help do you have? How often do you take family vacations? How many hours a day do you spend alone together? These things are important because you are often disappointed and resentful towards your spouse because they aren't giving you the life that you fantasize about in your head, right? So, but if it's only in your mind and you've never expressed to your future husband or wife or your current husband or wife, how would they know what it is that you want? How do they know that you're not satisfied, right? No one is a mind reader, including your boot thing. So before marriage, y'all got to sit down and really articulate each desire of your heart and what it looks like, what the life that you want looks like, right? So you can be fulfilled and happy. And again, you're not the 1950s housewife. And so back then, if we take a little glimpse back, 
the 1950s housewife really enjoyed their roles as a housewife. That's all they knew. That's what their mother taught them. Their grandmothers did it. They really took pride. So just like you take pride in your position at work or at school or whatever it is that you do or in the community, you, those women took pride in their home because that was their job. So fast forward into 2017 and 2018, you have to make sure that you still uphold the standard and the principles that the 1950s housewife have, even though the function can be different, right? So you can still have someone help you take care of your kids after school, take them to soccer practice, drop off, pick up, but the principles of setting the atmosphere and making sure things get done is still there, right? As just like men, if a man lost his job back in the 1950s, he would be distraught because his main function in that, in that household, in that partnership, was to bring home the money so the woman won't have any financial stress or burden. She could take care of her kids and her house the way she wanted to without having to worry about working long hours or dropping somebody off, picking somebody up, stressing about traffic and different things like that. Like he did the leadership, he did the finances, and the, women's were, the women were okay with that. Because let's be clear, and speaking from a woman who's a single mother, it's not easy having the weight of a family on your shoulders, right? And doing everything and being everything to everybody. So the partnership comes in where the husband, if he was there financially, he's the one that was the breadwinner. He was the one that was leading the children and instilling value and, and the leader of the house and making sure everything happened. That was just as big as the woman cleaning and cooking, setting the atmosphere, making sure his, his clothes were clean and his food was hot when he came home. Those are just as important, right? So again, you have to articulate this in 2018 because some men still want that traditional wife that traditional feel in their home to where they're like, I know my, when I come home, my clothes are clean, my clothes are ironed, my food is going to be ready, I'm not going to be starving and waiting, there's not going to be an empty refrigerator, right? Like they, men still want that even though their women are working outside the home, which brings me to my next point. The second thing that you should be discussing is what are the roles and expectations for each of you to ensure the life that you two are creating together is enjoyable for both parties? Again, back then, 1950s, men already knew and expected the women to be the keeper of the home and the children. And women already knew and expected that the, she didn't have to work. And all of her wants and her needs were met because her husband was going to make sure of it, right? So fast forward to 2017, or 18, whenever you're listening to this, what are the expectations do you have for your husband or your wife in your future marriage? Do you both wanna work outside your home? Do you want your husband or your wife to stay at home? Should one of you take care of the kids while the kids are young at home? Who picks the children up from after school, right? Who does the morning drop off to school? Who cleans and cooks? Do y'all tag team? Is the first person who makes at home the person who's supposed to do the, the cooking or the cleaning or preparing the meals? Um, who's going to tuck the kids in bed at night? Do, do you want both you and your husband to do it or do you want to do it, right? How often will y'all have sex? When will y'all have sex, morning or night or both? Uh, do you want your wife or husband to make us uh, to maintain a certain weight or physique? 
how often will y'all work out? Like, what do you expect out of that person? Because again, all these important questions should be asked before marriage because they could be deal breakers and they can be letdowns after you are married. Some of these women that are posting are saying this unrealistic, this won't happen. This is not, I'm not being able to see this because you haven't created a plan for it to happen. There are many women who have the 1950s feel in their home, but still have help. Like they're not actually a housewife, but yet needs are getting met as if she was a housewife, right? And that's where people want to be. No one wants to be that, that woman. And we all know that one woman, that friend, that auntie, that woman who works 40 plus hours a week, rushes home to cook and tidy up. Then she does the drop-offs and pickups. She's, she's breaking up arguments and fights with her kids. She's checking her kids' homework and then preparing them for school the next day, getting them into the shower and ready for bed. And before you know it, it's nine o'clock at night. She hasn't had a chance to sit down to unwind. And at that point, she's ready to crash. She ain't thinking about talking to her husband or sharing stories about their day or listening intently or being gentle and kind to him or even having sex. Like she just had an 18 hour day, right? And that's typically, it becomes the default relationship, the default marriage, if you're not intentional about talking through these things so you both get what you desire. Because again, the 1950s housewife was in a great partnership with her husband and that partnership was clearly articulated because the man brought home the bacon and the women used the bacon to facilitate and to cultivate a life that was conducive for everyone. That's the same thing you have to do in 2018. Now, if you can't live off one income, that's fine, but you need to create and create some boundaries, some expectations, some guidelines on how it is that you both can get to a lifestyle that makes you both happy. Leads me to my third thing. You need to make sure that you create a financial plan that backs all of this, right? So for example, if your ideal lifestyle with your husband is him working full-time and you working part-time at your nine to five, so you can have more time during the week to build your dream business. What type of financial plan do you need in place to, to be sure of that? Because first of all, you need to know how much it costs a month to sustain your current standard of living for your household, right? Then you need to calculate your total income to make sure it meets your current standard of living, right? Or whether it's now or after your marriage. After that, once you find those two things out, you need to see if you can cut your income in half to where you can go down part-time and your husband works full-time and y'all can sustain your current standard of living. If you can, that's great. But if you can't, you need to create a financial plan to where you can drop down from full-time to part-time. But if you never had this conversation, guess who's going to be miserable? You, because you're going to feel like, man, I got to do everything around here. I got to cook. I got to clean. I got to work. I got to do all this other stuff. And then I got to stay up late to build my business. And then you don't have any time for your husband. Your marriage is depleted. Your marriage is in shambles because you're not spending any quality time. So for you to think that your finances do not play a part in your lifestyle designing, it does. You both have to get on the same page and decide how much income do you need to attain the ideal lifestyle that you want to make sure your needs and wants are met. And to be honest, this is why so many people come to me before, doing, and after their marriage. Their, you know, the point of when they're getting married is because 
this is not the easiest to navigate through, right? Like financial planning does not come second nature for everybody. And oftentimes you need a third party to come in and look at your income and your lifestyle that you're trying to create and help you create a financial plan and also some expectations around that that bridges the gap. I have helped several clients build out their financial plan to ensure that they are using their income in a way that manifests their desires, not literally running them ragged, right? So here's another example of a client that I just worked with. Um, both her and her husband, well, it, they, this, they consulted me before their marriage, right? They're extremely passionate about their careers. They both desire to work outside the home. But she also desires to make sure all of her and her husband's needs and wants are met. She wants to make sure the house stays clean, the kids receive quality time, to make sure that they can make it to like football games and basketball games and they can travel at least three times a year. That was one of the things that they wanted together was three times a year, they wanted to make sure they can travel whenever their kids are on break. They have children, although they're not married yet and they're getting married soon. So in order to achieve this, they sat down with me and we created a financial plan and broke down this whole lifestyle and how much it will cost them. And then we put the pieces in place, how to use what, what you need to hire, what you need to fire, how will you use your income, how much income you need to increase. Uh, you know, some for them, they already had the increase. They already had the income. They had enough income to create the lifestyle that they desired. They just didn't know how to plan it all out. They didn't know how to lay it all out. They didn't know how to put numbers to it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where I come in. I literally, throughout my virtual intensive coaching sessions, literally have you create, like, um, complete this worksheet and then allow me to analyze it. Let me know your ideal lifestyle. And we literally put those pieces and puzzles together. So by the time you off the phone with me or on video call with me, you have a solid plan going into 2018. And that's why I put them on sale. I have opened up five more for December and January, five more slots for um, my virtual intensive coaching sessions because so many people have been inquiring about them since last week. And because I just appreciate your love and your gratitude and your support through 2017, I put them on sale for 50% off. So the 50% off this price is only through 1231. So I'm gonna drop a link in the description box you can get your free assessment call with me so we could talk about your financial goals. I can let you know how I plan to help you and create a financial plan. And then we can go from there to see if, you know, a virtual intensive is right for you or not. So if it is, definitely click the link in the description box when I post it in there after this live stream and schedule your call with me and we can talk about it. So I hope you got all that. If you're just now joining, definitely rewatch it, re-listen to it. So you can get the nugget. So I'm going to recap really quick and then I'm going to let you go. The first thing that you should be discussing, again, is what does a marriage look like for you? And from a husband and wife point of view, you both need to articulate what it is that you desire this marriage with this person that you want to spend the rest of your life with look like. The second thing, you should be discussing what, it, what roles and expectations each of you have for each other in this partnership of a marriage because you want your life to be enjoyable to both parties. Nobody should be pulling the weight. The weight should not be pulled one-sided, it should be both, but you have to clearly articulate what you expect from each of them. The third thing is both of you should discuss your financial plan. 
And if you do not know how to create a financial plan, again, they're 50% off between now and 1231, December 31st. You can definitely sign up with me, www.yourprettypennies.com backslash coaching. Get your free assessment call with me so we can talk about your financial plan so how you can put all of this in motion. Again, it's not easy to navigate the financial portion of it, but if you do not do this portion, you will continue to fail, continue to stop living the lifestyle that you don't desire. Like that's, it is what it is. So if you need help with this, definitely click the link in the description box or go to yourprettypennies.com backslash coaching and, and schedule your free assessment call with me. I can't wait to talk to you. Talk to you.